welcome to Red, Blue, and Gold. Uh, we are again missing our our liberal EUL, but we will drudge on nonetheless. Uh, today we're going to be talking about a multitude of topics, mainly pertaining to Democrats, because EUL is not here to defend them. Yeah, it's uh, a conspiracy just to kick them out so we can, you know, talk crap. Oh yes, yes, complete conspiracy. This is like the oh, crap. Oh, 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 what were those like Russians? What? The communists that like kicked out the other party and then like took over the country. I don't know. It's a coup. Yeah, whatever. Well, uh, Tucker, would you like to get us started? Yeah, so, okay. So, recent news, which I have really been hating. Um, there's been a lot of articles pointing out one specific instance that's happened recently at the border. A lot of people like Kamala and other influencers have been talking about it nonstop. Um, for instance, let me show you, uh, well, I, well, I can't show you anything, but anyways, there's these pictures of a border patrol agent on horseback and he is, um, pulling at the shirt of a Haitian immigrant. And a lot of people are talking about the inhumane treatment this picture shows and just how terrible and awful it was. Kamala talked about how awful it was and how she'll be launching an investigation at the border. Anyways, I want to know your thoughts on this because when I looked at this picture, I was like, a border patrol agent is chasing someone who illegally crossed the border. You're mad that a border patrol agent is patrolling the border? What? So, all right, Tucker is asking me this question because he knows that I'm generally pro-immigrant uh, whenever it comes to the border. I do believe the border should be secured. Um, I don't think we should have an open border per se, but, you know, I'm usually pro-immigrant. However, in this case, you know, I can't help but say, okay, why are you not going through the lines that everybody else has to go to to get into the country if you really are seeking refuge in the U.S.? And Biden has already said that he was going to grant or encourage the courts to grant refuge to more Haitian um, uh, immigrants due to the recent um, assassination of their president. So I don't really see their logic. I get their desperation, but I don't see their logic in going across the border illegally. So I don't feel much sympathy for them whenever it comes to this instance where the police or sorry, not police officer. The Border Patrol officer uh, was essentially trying to literally throw them out of the country. Uh, so, yeah, that's my personal two cents on that. Yeah, and I think it's a little funny, the some of the hypocrisy behind this whole thing. So, like, they weren't even, like, really harming them. They were just kind of corralling them. And the reason the guy grabbed his shirt was because he was running away. Obviously, he's chasing him. But, like, the Biden administration is also taking planefuls of these immigrants and then taking them back right now. Like, I mean, all right, but people have been, so during all of this COVID instance, that's been happening with immigrants, like across the board. Right. Um, matter of fact, my grandmother was complaining one time that there were a few immigrants on her plane, which honestly, I thought she was just around a football team and she didn't realize it, but <laughs> that's how it goes. Um, so anyways, my point is, is that, um, people have been, or immigrants have been moved around the country and being flew, flown, flew, flown, flown. <laughs> <laughs> it's very early flown back to their country of origin. Um, despite that. So all of this stuff is not new. Like all this stuff has been happening. It's just a matter of media coverage 
that is bringing all of this to light. However, I don't condone like the Border Patrol officers being abusive with their power. However, I'm not going to like prevent them from doing their job because, all right, let's just picture this. If what that Border Patrol officer I was doing was so, in, I was so inhumane, then what do we expect them to do? Just say, hey, you're not supposed to be on the side of the border. Go back. And if they don't listen, they're going to... It's not like a Miami and Cuba situation. Like once they get on land, like they're an American citizen, they're not an American citizen in this case. Yeah, there was. I I personally didn't see anything inhumane about the photos that they were taking at the border, despite their efforts to make those photos, which were conveniently taken from multiple angles in high quality image around this chase. <laughs> um, yeah, it is a little fishy <laughs> that they have like 1080p on all these uh, border patrol officers. But, yeah, anyways, I didn't see anything, like, suspicious or inhumane or horrific about the way they were doing their jobs, but... I mean, one thing that I think is inhumane about this entire situation is the lack of... Um, sorry, my brain just shut off. Uh, the lack of efficiency at the border at the moment, because there are hiatians in South Texas literally sleeping under bridges. And there are these like massive camps that do look like a scene out of The Walking Dead, just like with all of these people, like just essentially living homeless under a bridge in South Texas. And, and for people who know what South Texas is like, it's pretty rural. So there's no like big cities. There's no, all right, well, there's resources, but there's not that many resources, especially for these Haitian immigrants who more likely than not don't have American currency. So, if we want to talk about hypocrisy, you want to talk about that god-awful dress that AOC wore? Okay, so here are some facts that people need to know before we get into our opinions about this. I am refraining from saying just the letters because that's not her name, but Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez went to the Met Gala um, over the weekend and uh, she wore a dress that had, uh, granted, it was a white dress. So for anybody that knows culture, you're not supposed to wear a white dress to like a, like a public function unless you're getting married. That's number one. Number two, um, she had um, a painted in red on the dress, tax the rich. Granted, she forgets to realize that um, it's 35 grand to get into the Met Gala by itself and then the tables pricing range from like 200 grand to 300 grand so she's saying tax the rich so is she really just saying take my money in which case i'd be all right with that you know i'm not really rich yeah i don't know like she went to this huge expensive thing and to play it off right she started selling merch tax the rich merch after this blew up in her face like, <laughs> she started selling merch. So not only is she talking about tax the rich and everything like that, but then she's turning around and doing, like, the most capitalist thing you could do. Which, obviously, I support that method, but, like, that seems a little hypocritical. Yeah, she's bashing capitalism, but then, like, using capitalism to get rich. I mean, yeah. There's no way you cannot use capitalism, but the way she's just like, all right, I'm going to start selling merch and making bank off of that... The message that's kind of opposite to that so i mean i respect her grind you know like i'm a capitalist to the core oh, I mean, for sure if she wants to sell tax the rich merch she has the right to do that and i have no problem with that 
it's whenever she almost like starts gaslighting people who are rich, but then fails to realize her own privilege, if that's really what she's going after, per se. Couldn't have said it better myself. But um, there was one celebrity there that I really liked what they were doing, um, and his name is Billy Preston, for those, wait, no, not Billy Preston, Billy Porter. Yes, Billy Porter. Um, for those of y'all who know Billy Porter, he is a, a famous Broadway actor. Um, he is openly homosexual, and he's... I want to say they, them, because I don't think he identifies as a man, but anyways, he actually um, paid for a whole bunch of um, African-American artists to go with him to the Met Gala to get exposure for their work. I thought that was really cool, um, because it's not making it about him, like what I believe Ocasio-Cortez was doing. So uh, Billy Porter, what he was doing, he was uplifting other artists that he believed in, and took them to the Met Gala to get exposure for their work. I thought that was really cool, just to kind of like yin-yang, like the Met Gala, because I think the whole idea of the place is a little Oh yeah, for dumb, sure. But, All yeah. right, do you want to hear another um, needle in the side here? So the New York Post um, this last week exposed apparently the designer um, behind the text The Rich, rich Dress, um, Aurora James, um, along with the parent company of her fashion brand, Brother Bailey's, which has ironically been shirking taxes for years. <laughs> Crazy what happens <laughs> when you do a little digging. Yep. And this is where cancel culture really does, like, good work. Because cancel culture can suck sometimes, but other times it's just being held accountable. You know? And this is a case where they're being held accountable, so I, I do appreciate that. Um, and that's another thing that people fail to realize. You know, like, people just kind of expect others to pay their taxes but in reality not everybody pays their taxes in ma matter of fact there's a lot of people that don't pay their taxes whether they're rich middle like middle class or poor you know so that's another thing that we need to really start looking at uh, before we really start thinking about increasing taxes uh, we need to try and get people to actually pay their taxes in the first place yeah I mean, and, and AOC said, New York City elected officials are regularly invited to attend in, uh, the Met due to our responsibilities in overseeing our city's cultural institutions that serve the public, which doesn't sound like a very well thought out excuse to me, but anyways, she still paid thousands of dollars to go dress up, make a statement that was a little hypocritical, and go have fun at a Met Gala that she apparently doesn't believe in, so I don't know. I mean, I don't think... So, like, a representative's salary isn't that much, but they get a lot of lobbying, which is where they get a lot of their money. Oh, yeah, she still makes bank. Oh, which is why Bernie Sanders is a multimillionaire, you know, and why, uh... I, don't know. All right, I was about to say that's why Donald Trump's a multimillionaire, but That's not why. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's not why at all. Something interesting that came across my desk, um... Oh, while listening to a podcast called Left, Right, and Center. Um, so according to uh, the AP News, um, a lawyer who actually used to work for the Clinton administration was charged in the probe of the Trump-Russia investigation. So basically what happened was that um, Michael Sussman was a lawyer for the uh, Clinton uh, campaign during 2016. 
And if Clinton were to be elected, it was implied that he would be um, put in charge of a very high-tech um, uh, cabinet position. So he would be in charge of some department or whatever. So Michael Sussman was one of the people that came out and started saying that Trump was colluding with the Russians and that he had evidence to prove that uh, Trump was colluding with the Russians in 2016 which started the whole conundrum during the 2016 election that Trump was actually doing that, when in fact, it may have been the Clinton administration that was actually colluding with the Russians. And then we already know what was happening with Biden and the laptop and everything like that with Ukraine. So, and uh, Michael Sussman was just recently um, indicted uh, and charged um, in this investigation because they're still investigating whether or not Trump actually colluded with the Russians. It's a long investigation. Very long investigation. Um, and uh, he's being charged with perjury, which is uh, fancy for, like, lying on the stand, essentially. And uh, the FBI released a statement saying that deception mattered because it uh, deprived the FBI of information that might have permitted it to more fully assess and uncover the origins of the relevant data and technical analysis including the identities and motivations of Sussman's clients. It so, was the Clintons all along. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't think that the Clintons or the Trump um, campaign were spotless whatsoever. I think both of them yeah, of like, did some very sussy stuff. But I did find it funny that, like, during the 2016 election, Hillary was the one saying that Trump was, like, colluding with the Russians and that... Trump is Putin's bitch or whatever. Um, and then it turns out that Clinton was Putin's bitch. And then Biden was Ukraine's bitch. So <laughs> Funny yeah. how that works. Yeah, it's always funny. But I do appreciate that like, they are still trying to uphold justice. And they're still trying to get rid of corruption because that is true corruption. Right. People lying on the stand you know, and making a media spin um, to affect the outcomes of elections. And let's just imagine if, like, all of that Trump stuff with Russia never came out, would Trump have won the election more, like, clearly? You know, it's a, it's a thought to be had. Yeah. But I do find it interesting as well that the media is not covering this whatsoever, which is adding to my theory that, in fact, the Clintons own the media. So, yeah, I just thought that was a funny little tidbit to, to bring across, but we can also get into just corruption in general. Yeah, I also, uh, funny enough, if we're talking about corruption in the election, I saw this article... Um, they just did an audit for the votes uh, in Arizona that apparently just now came out. <laughs> um, and uh, Biden won that state by about 11,000 votes, I do believe. Oh, wow. That was close. Right? Yeah, it was close. The audit showed that there were 16,000 duplicate votes. I'm not surprised because, all right, there's always going to be some margin of error in elections because... Like, people die before they send their thing, um, which, you know, happens more often than not because if you're sending a mail-in ballot in the first place before COVID-2019, all that stuff. Well, I bet there are some issues. So, like, you're, you're sending in a ballot because you're not physically able to go to the ballot and vote. So, oftentimes, when you send in a ballot, you know, you can die before the ballot gets there. 
but like as long as you're alive, like when you actually send it, you're good. Now, I will point out that these were like duplicate votes. So that means that there was two of them that were from the same person. But let's be honest. It wouldn't have changed the outcome of the election because Arizona wasn't enough to change it, but it is very curious. It's very curious, but like there's got to be another audit that's coming after this because dude, elections get audited like basically up until the next election. Yeah. Because like people don't believe the results. So I don't think that this is going to stick whatsoever. I think there's going to be another audit, you know, and yep. then eventually, like, the Clintons will find out that this is happening, and then they'll pay off the auditor. So. <laughs> it's always it's always the Clintons. <laughs> Dude, the Clintons are pr arguably the most powerful no, family in America. I don't really think anything will come of this. I don't think it's getting enough media attention <clears throat> or that it's significant enough to actually have any impact. But, yeah, I thought it was worth mentioning. The fact that they found 16,000 duplicate votes. Yeah, yeah, but, you know, we're still stuck with Biden regardless. Although, I didn't vote for Trump or for Biden, so I really didn't care who got voted <laughs> in. Um, but, yeah, we're still stuck with Biden and those high-ass gas prices. Uh, it's killing me. It really is. But, um, actually... I want to talk about Biden's tax proposal. Okay, okay. So, before 2018, uh, with the TC&J Act, um, there was like a tax bracket form for corporate tax rates. But then whenever Trump came in and introduced the TC&J, it became a flat 21%. Um, and there were like a few other like independent tax rules that I'm not going to get into. But right. uh, let's just stick with the flat 21%. So, right now it's a flat 21% for all corporations. Um, and then Biden, I think, is proposing a 26.5%, and his original proposal was 28%. There are some Republicans who are saying they're not going lower than 25 and some moderate Democrats who also say they're not going lower than 25 or higher than 25 sorry. So I want to get your thoughts on, like, those corporate tax rates and how important they really are and should we stay at 21 or should we increase it a little bit like up to 26 and a half like biden is proposing all right so this is a a, a bit of a trick question for me because i don't like the prospect of raising taxes at all <laughs> interesting um, well i think that 21 percent is a fair rate it's a fourth you know basically I think that's quite high enough. It's actually a fifth. You, yeah, fifth. I was thinking 25. You mentioned 25. My bad. Yeah, 21. Yeah, it's about a fifth. Um, no, I I wouldn't I wouldn't support raising it. I mean, what were the rates beforehand? Like before the 21%? Yeah. It depended on how much income you made. Gotcha. It was based on income. Yeah. Gotcha. Um, and there were ways back in 2018 to affect how much income. Like, there's this thing called the carry back method. So say you have like a net loss um, in one year, but then you had like a net gain or a net income in previous years. You could use that net loss to offset the of the of the net income from previous years. But now with the TCNJ Act, you can only take eighty percent of that net loss forward. So, like, there is ways that corporations are still paying taxes because before. They could just do that carry back method and pay no tax whatsoever. 
and they could actually affect their net income through different accounting methods. So I do think the TCNJ Act like had its perks, but I do think that 21% for the rate of inflation that we're at right now is too low. And this is the few times that you'll hear me talking about raising taxes. <laughs> but I also think we should uh, institute an alternative like minimum tax again, because the TCNJ Act uh, got rid of the alternative uh, minimum tax for corporations, but it kept alternative a minimum tax for just regular people. So people have to pay a minimum tax regardless, whereas corporations don't have to pay that minimum tax. Gotcha. Yeah, no, I think that, yeah, minimum tax should go back for corporations, but to be fair across the board, I don't think that they should get, like, special treatment. Agreed. But I do think that when 21% is, like, Gosh, I want to say that's like the second lowest tax bracket. No, third lowest tax bracket in, uh, in America as far as like um, like percentages. I do think it needs to be raised a little bit. But um, I also don't want to scare off like big corporations like um, Ford or Toyota, you know, from leaving the United States. So you said second lowest, and I was like... Hell yeah. <laughs> so uh, what I meant by second lowest was that like, I think the lowest tax rate is like 10% and then it goes to 15 and then it goes to 25. So like 21% is like between those two tax brackets. Gotcha. But because it's a flat rate, that means that small businesses still have to pay that 21%. I'm pretty sure. I could be wrong on that, but I'm pretty sure they still have to pay that 21%. Yeah, I can see... I can see a income bracket that would be very useful there because 20% for a small business is a lot more than 20% for a big business. Oh yeah, 100%. So that can definitely create some issues when it comes to profitability, but yeah, I don't think that the Biden plan was planning on changing that, was it? Um, I want to say it wasn't. Oh, they still want a flat rate because they're trying to incentivize big corporations to stay in America. Right. Because if they went to a tax bracket thing again, like, that would most likely just raise taxes for corporations, like, singularly. See, here's a crazy idea. Why don't they just make it something doable, like 25% for big corporations, and then just lower it for the small corporations? Like, instead of, you know, going down to, like, 18 or 15%. See, but this is under the assumption that Washington, D.C. operates with logic. They're like, oh, but we don't want to harm big businesses. Don't. Just benefit the small ones. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. Um, and then also, uh, Biden is talking about, um, I think like the average tax rate right now is 28, 30-something percent. Like just for like average like income across the board for American citizens, and then like in the tax bracket that they're actually in. A thirty percent tax rate once me makes me want to kill myself. Well, then don't make more money. I know. Listen, I'm not making any money right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, same here. I'm at a net loss right now. Um. So yeah, I'm not getting taxed at all. The government's paying me money right now. <laughs> Dude, I just got that stimulus too from the university. Oh, nice, Dude, nice. I, but I had to use it to like pay for a suit for career fair. Oh dang! I'm using mine to fund my next. Uh... Anyways, we'll find that one out later. <laughs> Wait. It's probably what you're thinking. 
<clears throat> but anyways. Wait, is it the... Yeah. Oh, oh, that. Okay, yeah, all right, yeah, that's yeah. a good thing to spend it on. Yeah, that's yeah, a good yeah. thing to spend it on. Yeah, for sure. And then the rest of it will be cushion. <laughs> cushion? Cushion. Cushion for uh, the pushing. I like plenty of cushion in my account. <laughs> I like plenty of cushion in my account as well. <laughs> that hesitation <laughs> was a bit sus. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, but uh, tax rates make you like myself, so... Yeah, taxes really are the biggest letdown because um, in the actual, like, system that my job uses to, like, show pay slips, it shows, like, what you would make, like, without taxes and then, like, after taxes, and it's rough. And I don't actually get taxed during the school year uh, yeah, because I don't work full-time. But during the summer, I worked full-time, so I got taxed. And let me tell you, dude, like, sometimes it was, like, Fifty, sixty dollars coming out of my paycheck for, for taxes. Yeah, it was rough. Wow. That that's really bad. We need to ask Eva what them tax rates up in Denmark are. Oh yeah, they probably have a TV tax up there too. Like <laughs> those blokes up in Britain. Be like going to the candy store and it's like a buck fifty, but the tax is like two bucks. <laughs> <laughs> the tax is more than the actual product. Yeah, dude, yeah. I, I, we dude, have I would not be surprised. We have I would not be surprised. 150% tax rate. Dude, especially because they have to ship all that stuff over there, I think. Like, I don't yeah. think they... Oh, wait, no. They have, like, their own stuff over there. I was thinking, like, a Hershey chocolate bar. But then, like, they probably have, like, their own, like, European chocolate I mean, stuff, like, from Germany or whatever. Food's not usually taxed anyways, but... Oh, no, um, food is taxed. Oh, yeah. Like, it's... It's taxed. I don't know why I said that. I think you may be thinking produce. I think I was thinking produce. Yeah, produce, I don't think it's taxed that much. I was like, wait, no, I definitely get taxed. Yeah, anyways, produce. <laughs> <laughs> I'm having a, having a dumb moment here. Oh my gosh. Yeah, but let's see. When we are filming this episode, Eabel was, uh, where was it that he said he was? Uh, Copenhagen. Copenhagen. Yeah, so he's he's rolling around the the streets right now. <laughs> so, are he all right, so he calls us on FaceTime because he's not able to like do actual phone calls, so he just called us through Snapchat. So he shows up on FaceTime and then he says like, "Hey, guys, look at this. I'll show you what I'm looking at right now." So he shows us like this brick street, like classic European like build. And um of course, my dumbass starts asking, uh, "Is that the red light district?" And he goes like, "No." Not at this hour. <laughs> Ooh, yeah, yeah, that was something. Oh no. But yeah, Abel's probably see the sun start to set and be like, "Oh crap!" You start running home. <laughs> <laughs> I sense the devil. <laughs> <laughs> the devil is tempting me. <laughs> <laughs> that that sinful nature out of my streets. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Although, if I ever do go to Denmark, I do want to at least see it. I won't partake, but I at least want to see it. Get that cultural experience. <laughs> <laughs> and then you'll take something else back to America, you know? Yeah, an STD. Yeah. <laughs> Gotteria. <laughs> gorge. Uh, gorge. Oh my gosh. Yeah. They'd be like, uh, what what'd you learn on your study abroad? Okay, a couple skills you probably don't want me to talk about, huh? <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> Anyways, yeah. Um, so going back to Gorge. Um, so my fantasy football team's name is Team Get Fish. Oh no. 
And uh, so far, I've been the one getting fished. And uh, yeah. Uh, and I've been the one suffering from cringe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we're actually going up against each other this week, so yeah, it's a little tense in the room. <laughs> That's my uh, sworn enemy this week, and um, next episode, when I let y'all know that I beat him in fantasy, I'll be, you know, feeling a lot better. And uh, actually, you want to make a bet? Uh, <laughs> all the hesitation. You're not that confident. What's you're just, your what's you're your putting t- on? What's your terms, my sir? My terms? Yeah, of the bet. I really don't want to pull this week because I have a test this week. But whoever loses has to pull. I pulled twice in a row. What are you talking about? You haven't pulled once. Dude, I have a big accounting exam this week. Uh-huh. I need to duck out this time, but I will do the next time. All right. All right that's just something I can't We'll get with. somebody else to pull. We'll get somebody else to pull. Oh, yeah, like, um, Yeah, we'll, we'll chill. Pulling, by the way, for those of you who don't know, to go to an Aggie football game and get good seats... You have to get everyone's sports pass and pull in large groups, and then you have to go camp outside of the stadium at the early hours of 4.30 in the morning until 8 o'clock when the line actually opens. So it's pretty much waking up way, way too early and standing in a line for hours on, yeah, you, on a school day. But yeah, you decided to do that for New Mexico. Listen, it was dumb. worth it. It was, was worth dumb. it. No, I absolutely don't regret that. I might have woken up at, you know, got there at like 4.40, but... Like, I was, like, the eighth person in line. Like, it was very busy. That place was packed. Really? And we got good seats. Huh. Like, yeah. I can only imagine how bad this week By 6 o'clock, it's already packed out to the street. Damn. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, for those of you all that don't know, A&M is playing um, Alabama this next week. No, uh, this upcoming week? This took to, oh, wait. Yeah. Today they're playing Arkansas. Yeah, today they're playing Arkansas. Oh, we're, oh, we're recording this on a Saturday. Uh, so today they're playing Arkansas, but then next week they play Alabama. That's going to be the game. If we can get our quarterback situation figured out. It, it's not going to be figured out. We just got to hope he can stay alive. Fair. Yeah. And tits out for Hank's kink. <laughs> so at the game, um, stop hitting the table. I didn't mean to. <laughs> <laughs> so at the game, Tucker decided um, it was a very bright idea. Um, to take our shirts off and start chan- uh, chanting, tits out for King. King being uh, Haynes King, our quarterback who broke his he leg. He got injured, he needed the extra support, and it technically wasn't my idea. It was John's idea. Wait, that was John's idea? Yeah, he, he asked me. Like, he had to convince me to take my shirt off, and I had to find other people to do it with me. And then once we did, I was like, heck yes. So we started taking like our shirts people. off, and I was trying to tell other people to t- take their shirts off, and then... Sooner or later, you know, you got eight people with their shirts off just waving their shirts around in circles because we have to support our quarterback, right? Like, Yeah. I actually saw him uh, sometime this week while I was going to class. Really? That's cool. Yeah. Wheeling around? No, he was parked. Um, So he has, like, this little, like, wheelchair thing. Mm. uh, Wait, not wheelchair. Like, the scooters that you see those old ladies on. Oh, my gosh. I saw a video of him in the... uh, the Aggie like locker room yeah. and it was like the guy he, he plays some music and he's like holding the phone to himself and it was like sometimes all I think about is you and then you see King rolling by yeah King King rolling by yeah that yeah was funny. so I saw him parked uh, at May's business school and um, 
yeah, I felt very bad for him. Very, very bad really? for him. Well, the game's already going to happen by this point, but if you think about it before the Alabama game or even the Auburn game, wish your favorite Aggies some luck. Yes, because so. we need it. If we want any chance of making it to the playoff this year, we need it. With that being said, we're going to go hope that our boys can pull out this dub against Arkansas in the next couple hours. So, uh, hey, hey, hey. Whoop. We're going to get to that, and uh, y'all get to doing something that's not sitting around listening to a political podcast like a bunch of nerds. So, yeah. Did you just call our listening base nerds? Possibly. Don't antagonize the listener, uh, listeners. Give, a, give us some hate mail. Go comment under our recent uh, Instagram post and uh, call us out. Whatever. Uh, start, yeah, start a war in the comments. We'd love to see it. Th- thank you for listening to our podcast. <laughs> Don't let my, my co-host antagonize you. So Go leave us some hate mail. All right, y'all have a good one. Later. Bye.